Welcome everyone to the Shepherd Talk podcast with Pastor Ray Jones from Ridgecrest Baptist Church. This conversation is centered on reaching, building, and connecting you to the mission God has in store for your life. We hope these practical conversations help to encourage and equip you to follow Jesus in a greater way. Hey, Pastor, how are you doing today? Doing great. Good. I'm excited to continue talking on our Shepherd Talk podcast. But before that, Pastor, what's your favorite Christmas tradition? Uh, the favorite Christmas tradition for us uh, actually has been um, coming to Christmas Eve service, yeah. uh, our family uh, together, and then uh, uh, for many, many years, it has been our custom to go home and have a um, kind of a light Christmas dinner after okay. that yeah. together, and then it has been our tradition to open our gifts to one another yeah. on Christmas Eve yeah. night. So that's, that's probably my favorite thing. That's really neat. You know, years. for us, we always that Christmas Eve service is always special. Um, sometimes it's hard to keep the kids yeah. kind of <laughs> from going crazy because yeah. they're so excited. Um, but we go to eat Japanese food. I know you're not a oh, really? Japanese yeah. fan, but we go eat Japanese food. With me. <laughs> we go eat Japanese food on Christmas Eve, and it's, a lot of times it's, it's no question is open, so you know that, <laughs> so you can go eat that. But uh, that's what we do. But uh, today, Pastor, we want to continue. We've been talking about three tanks. We've talked about right. the emotional tank, physical tank, and really how all of that plays into who we are as a person, living exactly. out, uh, following Jesus, and. And, and living a life that is used for his glory. And so today uh, we want to wrap up this conversation about these three tanks with talking about the spiritual tank. And I know you and I have talked about this and probably the most important tank of all of them and the importance mm-hmm. of it. And so let's just kind of jump right in talking about the spiritual tank. What is, uh, when you think about that tank, Pastor, what do you, where do you start when it comes to the spiritual tank? Well, you know, you probably have to, we probably have to just remind our audience again about the other two tanks, the physical tank and the emotional tank. Um, uh, we're a tripartite. We say we're three parts. God has made us in, you know, but it's, we are a whole, but all three of those are factors in right. who we are. The physical side of us, you know, is probably fairly clear to most people as we talked about a couple weeks ago. And um, that is that, uh, you know, we, we have to have rest and nutrition and those kinds of things. The emotional tank is, you know, likewise, we have to have affirmation and some of those things to fill that tank. And we, we need to be around people that do fill the tank. We don't need to be, uh, you know, begging for that sort of thing, but we need to be around the right kind of people. People will either empty you emotionally or they right. will help to keep your tanks, you know, at a healthy level. And uh, so those are very important to our overall kind of the overall uh, health of the man. And then there is the spiritual tank, which we'll talk about here uh, for a few minutes. And that, of course, is the tank where we most closely connect with God. Right. In all honesty, all of the tanks should be connected to God. Yeah, that's good. But the spiritual tank is so vital to our spiritual health. There is a danger, as we've talked about in the last two podcasts, that we can come to depend on the spiritual tank and assume that if it's full, the other tanks will take care of themselves. It just isn't true. Right. In fact, if the other tanks aren't full, they'll actually rob the spiritual tank, empty it. So, so all the tanks are important. But the spiritual tank, I don't know if I'd say it's chief among the tanks, but I know its connection to God is. Right. And uh, it represents the soul, the inner man, this this relational side that we have uh, with the Lord. 
And so if we don't keep it healthy, if we don't keep it, if we don't sustain it, uh, then um, our walk with God is going to be at best reduced to motions. You right. know, there are a lot of Christians that are just kind of going through the motions. They're That's doing true. the right things because it is right and they know it's right, but they're, they've lost their joy. That's good. I visited with a man recently in a counseling setting and he lost his joy. The devil, had, he was, he's a good man. He loves God and he has served God for years and years, but uh, his struggle was that the joy was gone. Uh, the way he put it was he'd lost the song in his heart. That's a good description. Mm. And if we're not careful, if those tanks get out of balance, in particular, you know, if, if something takes the place of lordship in our life, right. then that can empty that spiritual tank. And it can make us just go through the motions of our faith because we know they're right and right. it's the right thing to do. But it becomes motions, right. you know. And right. what God wants us is to have a tank that is operating with a song in our heart, with That's the good. joy of the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the scripture says, joy of the Lord is my strength. Right. And so uh, if that tank is not healthy, uh, then our relational walk with Christ is just be- going to become kind of functionary instead of dynamic. Right. And we've already encouraged our <laughs> listeners to really evaluate their lives in these areas of these three different tanks. And so, Pastor, if someone was going to evaluate their life when it comes to the spiritual tank, where would they start? What is the things that they need to be thinking about um, to fill that tank, and what does that look like? Well, the evaluation would start with, have you lost your joy? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, spiritual joy. Yeah. And that can happen. You can be doing spiritual things. Right. You know, um, um, there are a lot of staff members and pastors who have lost their joy. Yeah, yeah. And that's because they've been so in the routine of doing the spiritual kinds of things that they've neglected the personal spiritual life. Yeah, right. So one of the indicators that that tank is not where it needs to be is, have you lost your joy in the Lord? Right. And I'm not talking about happiness. Right. Uh, those are two separate things. Right. Um, you can be happy and not full of joy. Uh, you can be full of joy and not necessarily have this giddy kind of happiness, right. but you have a joy uh, that produces a kind of supernatural peace. And so one of the telltale signs is when a person is just, they've lost their joy, that means that tank is probably not healthy mm-hmm. right there. Right. And and so the other thing is, um, a telltale sign is if they've stopped spending time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, if they stop spending time, they stop reading his word, or at best, they're just reading something kind of quickly and just to say, okay, I did that. Okay. I know I'm supposed to do that. I did it. It's done. Right. Right. All right, next. Right. Uh, instead of enjoying time with the Lord in his word and uh, talking with him. Those are really basic things, but they're the best barometer of right. our spiritual tank and the spiritual right. state of our, our being at that moment. And so you look and see about the joy you look and see are the disciplines lacking the right. spiritual disciplines right. you know and uh, those things are pretty telltale about right. what's going on in the in the soul in the right. in that spiritual time right you know if we're honest with each other and just our own selves it's easy to, it can be easy to get there and so for for us sitting in this room or for anyone listening it could be easy to get there and so if someone finds themselves they've they've kind of tested those areas uh, there's not much joy um, the time with the lord is a check of the box type time versus true, true enjoyment and being with him. Um, what would you encourage somebody to do if they find their self in that situation? Well, um, 
you know, a relationship that is healthy is healthy because time is invested in the relationship. Right. Um, and the time invested will generally produce the kind of joy that we're talking about. Right. So, for example, um, you married guys know, uh, as I do, that uh, the thing that brings satisfaction in a relationship with your wife is when there's time spent there so that the relationship is cultivated and you're not going through the motions of marriage. Right. Okay. Right. It's relational. It's almost always about time. Right. Chase. Right. And so if a person is there where we're talking about the, that lack of joy, they might need to examine and see uh, if, if they are dedicating enough time to their relationship. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, God on several occasions called his uh, people adulterers. And he didn't mean in the literal sense, though in some cases that was right. true, but he meant in terms of their heart toward him. Mm. And it was because they were pursuing so many other things, they didn't have time for him. All right. As a result of that, over the course of time, their hearts grew cold toward God because their hearts were warm toward other things. And in almost all uh, of those settings, warm toward the things that they should not be. Mm. And those things are not necessarily the enemy until they become the priority mm. and God becomes secondary. Right. And then they become idols. And those idols are a form of what God told his people, adultery. So the time that should have been given to God was being given to other things. Right. That's hard for us to, to grasp a lot of times is that uh, and, uh, I'm not giving God enough time for God to be priority or for me to develop this joy-filled relationship. Right. But Chase, in all these years of ministry, I, you know what? You can almost always get it back to, Are you is your schedule uh, reflective of your, your relationship with Christ? That's good. Or does Christ get the uh, leftovers of your life? Right. And if that's happening, you're going to see persons that will kind of dry, dry up. And even in ministry, you know, people always say, well, if you're in the ministry, man, everything's going to be super spiritual for you all right. the time. Right. Not if you're not doing the very same things. Right. It can become work. Mm -hmm. It can become the task. Mm -hmm. And the task can so dominate that the relationship suffers. And there are men and women who are no longer in ministry because this happened to them right. and they may call it burnout or whatever you want, which is a byproduct of these tanks being out of order right. as we talked about over the last several weeks. So, um, so a person has to begin with time. They just have to begin there. If this is where they are, if this is where their heart is, if that tank tank is going to be refilled, uh, I don't know any other way than to give time to God. Now listen carefully. I didn't just say time to religious activity. Yeah. That's, there's some confusion there. Right. But time to God. Our service to God should be an overflow of our time with God. That's very good. Yeah. Instead of trying to serve God in order to make the relationship dynamic. Right. Um, the service is a response to a dynamic relationship. Good. Very good. Yeah. And then it becomes a joy-filled kind of thing instead of a, well, I got to do this for God sort of thing, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. That's very, very good, Pastor. As we 
uh, just kind of wrap wrap up today. When you think of this thought of time, if someone out there is just like, okay, I get it, Pastor. I'm supposed to spend time. Um, just practically speaking for a second, where would you encourage them to start within that time? Practically thinking in the word, like what? Just just think through yeah. just this ways that someone right now, if they were listening, and maybe they need to. When this podcast is over, take time then. If they were going to do something, what would you encourage them to do? Well, probably first I would encourage them to be honest with themselves about, am I going through motions or is this a relationship? That's good. Uh, All right? And, um, you know, I would even offer the, the same counsel Paul did to the Corinthians when he said in 2 Corinthians, examine yourself to see whether or not you're in the faith. Yeah, that's very good. Um, he said, because you can fail the test. In other words, right. he was saying to them, make sure you're just not a religious person, but you really have a relationship with Christ. You've got to right. start there. I'm not trying to, to induce doubt into the hearts of our listeners, but I'm, I'm trying to say, start there. Get honest with God. Find you a place. Get on your knees before God and say, God, I, I want this to be a dynamic relationship, not a functionary relationship. Right. And, um, you know, you've heard the song before. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. worship right. Uh, and I'm sorry for what I've made it because right. it's all about you. But the whole song is that I've made it about me. me. Right. And it, it really is true. We have been created for God. And our fulfillment and our satisfaction and our tanks are filled when we really discover the dynamic of being in relationship with God. That's good. And so I say start with honesty. That's good. You know, talk to him. Get on your, your knees before him. Get off by yourself if it's five, ten minutes and just say, Lord, I, I just ne- need to be honest. My joy's not there. And you say, but even if I do that, I, I've done that and I still don't have the joy. Say this, Lord, would you rekindle a desire for me just to have a desire for you. That's good, yeah. And so start there. The second thing I would say is make sure you're in the Word. Right. It's not about how much. It's about how you approach the Word of God. God, I expect you to speak to me. God, I'm listening. And begin to read again the Word of God. Invest time in the Word of God. Um, And then, um, of course, I say uh, sustain kind of a consistency in that and in a prayer uh, life. Right. Those things are kind of what we used to say, Ned and the first reader. They're right. elementary. Right. But those elementary things have to remain. Right. They're foundational. That's right. what I would say right. more than elementary. They're foundational yeah, that's good. Yeah. to spiritual health and to keeping the tank strong and to keeping the relationship dynamic. One final thought on that. Don't get discouraged if you say, okay, I'm going to do these things. I need to do what you're talking about, Pastor. Don't get discouraged if you say, I, I've been doing that, you know, for several days and, right. and nothing. I don't feel. Stay at it. That's good. Yeah. Stay at it. Yeah. Stay at it. Right. You're recultivating, you're rekindling a relationship that has become uh, a routine instead of a relationship. Right. So don't lose heart. And understand this the devil would probably prefer you stay just like you are. That's right. So, so there's going to be some perhaps spiritual distraction trying to keep you from this. Stay at it. Stay at it. That's good. I'll ask one question about, Pastor, what you, one of the things you just mentioned is is time in the Word. If someone was listening, where would you encourage them to start? What book? What I mean, how, I mean, sometimes that's what I hear people say. I don't yeah. even know where to start yeah. when it comes to reading 
God's word, what would you encourage someone? I, I would encourage a person. To, there's some practical books like the book of James. Right. There's nothing more practical right. for daily Christian living than right. the book of James. It's a right. great place to start. The gospel of John is yeah. such a good book to read. Yeah. Um, the book of Psalms mm. is fantastic uh, right. because you'll see yourself in there, yeah. uh, especially in if your if your soul is weary, that right. sort of thing. Right. Those are great places yeah. uh, for a person uh, to begin, uh, where they're you know you're not going to go wrong anywhere in the scripture, you Correct. know. But Correct. if if this is where you are right now, those are I highly recommend the book of James. Um, the uh, Gospel of John, and the Book of Psalms. Right. That's great. Well, Pastor, let's wrap up our conversation on these three tanks. Are there any last uh, thoughts or words that you would like to share with those listening today when it comes to the emotional, physical, or spiritual tank? Well, I'd just say, kind of reiterate again, as we wrap up that idea of those three tanks, remember you're you're not uh, one ind- physical individual, one uh, emotional individual, one spiritual. You are. You have three tanks, but you are one. So all of those tanks are important to your spiritual health, your emotional health, and your physical health. So don't separate those, right. and don't uh, and realize that the goal is balance. I said in one of the earlier podcasts, there may be seasons of imbalance, right. but that's short term. It right. shouldn't be long term in our life. There'll be certain seasons where your your physical tank is under more demand than your, let's say, your emotional tank, and right. um, and the same for each of the other tanks. And so they'll they'll help each other out. But if one gets to the bottom, it starts sucking out of the other and out of the other, and before you know it, you can empty all of them. Right. So try to maintain a balance in all of those tanks. Right. That's so good, Pastor. Thank you for those encouraging words. As we wrap up today, Pastor, I know you have a uh, free resource that you'd like to make you'd like to make available to our listeners. Yeah, it's uh, it's entitled "Maintaining Momentum," and it's a two-part uh, piece. We'll offer the the uh, part two in our next podcast, but a uh, podcast, but maintaining momentum, uh, momentum, and I talk about some principles for progress. Um, and, uh, and so if you'll just, uh, uh, write to us at, uh, shepherd talk at, uh, rbcdothan.org and request a free resource, maintaining momentum part one, right. uh, we'd be happy to uh, get that to you. Again, we're thankful that you, uh, have listened today and we encourage you that if you would like this resource, I know we've had different folks that have reached out to us to get that resource and we're thankful for those and we're thankful for you again for listening and love for you uh, to share this podcast give us a review allow others to experience um, this if god has used it in a great way in your life thank you so much for joining us for today's shepherd talk podcast we hope god will continue to use you to reach the lost build up other believers and connect your life to the mission and purpose god has for you We look forward to more talks in the days ahead with Pastor Ray.